to Last God Standing. I am Teresa. I'm Danny. Yawn, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a little yawny action. Yeah, I did have a comment first. I wanted to tell you I am volunteering on Saturday as well, uh, in addition to fixing my van. Do what? I found a volunteer uh, program. I'm going to look at the name because I can never remember it. <laughs> never. For, I've been like, I emailed them like once two days ago. Uh, they're called Community Something. Jesus Christ, I can't believe it. Mm-mm. Community Solidarity. And they operate on here on Long Island, and they rescue food from uh, the grocery. It, oh! Yeah. Was and it you telling I was telling you about... Maybe. Could have been me. I've heard of this. They're vegan, even though I'm not vegan. So they're, they're not rescuing any meat. Gotcha. Which, whatever, I like vegetables, too, so great news. Uh, so I'm going to go down to their local, like, handout and, and help hand out food to people. Cool. So I'm very into that. I don't know which Norse god would be into that. All of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> They're all into it. Got anything fun going on? No. Boring girl. I know. Sorry. That's all right. I'm going to Montana. I know. I am not. Now I have to get somebody to watch the cat. I'll be around. I'm trying to move to PA, but apparently PA does not want this. (laughs) You don't want a flaky uh, landlord anyway. No. No. Because then you know what happens. Stuff breaks and they're like, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it's, it's a weird situation down there. Like. I like the area. I'm not sure about the people. <laughs> That's fair. That's more than reasonable. It's about all the the thrilling information that I have. Um, <laughs> I forgot to start the timer yet again. Nice. There we go. A little timer so I know what's going on. Am I glitching again? No. No. I was, I was letting you talk. <laughs> oh, thanks. I was glitching like two weeks ago, so I had to record the Stargate podcast with like no video. Oh, geez. Because I was like, what's wrong with this stupid thing? New uh, new laptop. All right, let's get into it. We are covering Nana, the wife of Balder. Nice. So now I've done the whole family, right? I've done Balder, <laughs> their son, Foresti. Forsetti. Foresti. Good old Foresti. Good old Foresti. <laughs> and now it's mom's turn. It's, it's Nana. She is the goddess of the moon, peace, and joy. She's the daughter of Nefer, who is the son of Odin. That's all the info on him, because I tried to look that up, too. Nice. So, because the, I guess the name Nana is pretty common, not just, like, for my grandma. <laughs> like, uh, they try to match it up to Inanna in Sumerian. Oh. And Phygian goddess Nana, but they are not the same. But they want, like, they, like, scholars and stuff. They're like, ooh, maybe that's, uh, we got, like, a real Greek-Roman thing going on. But they do not. It's not even close. Like, especially when you think about, like, what limited information I know about Inanna and the research I just did on this goddess. I can't even believe they thought it for a second. Like, it's Caroline versus Caroline over there. So, (laughs) not the same. There's no real, like, backstory for her like upbringing or anything like that she's just in typical typical ass year well it's like 
the the they met they met they fell in love they had a son it was good <laughs> i mean that's not a bad life <laughs> pretty good stuff archaeologically i put this up in the beginning because um there's like a, a funny little thing in pop zeitgeist that i put there instead but okay. they discovered a comb called the setri comb a comb like a hair comb yeah like a hair comb oh, it okay. has runic inscriptions on it from the 6th or 7th century and they say that it refers to the goddess oh so they'll but then they're like maybe it's not that same one because scholars are always like what if it's not the same one what if not is a popular name and it might be maybe that person was maybe it's that person's name whoever owns the comb and they were named after the goddess certainly seen my fair share of Athena's and Isis's out there. Right. I mean, why? I mean, there's still girls named Freya. Yeah. And this is seventh century. So Mm. pretty far removed from and into the Christian of it all. I'm sure. I'm sure. Me. uh, Did you take my absolute sound? No expertise whatsoever on that. Do you hear that? Everybody who's listening? What? Uh, my non-expert opinion is that it was the name of the person who owned the comb, and they just happened to be named for that goddess. Well, I mean, what? <laughs> I feel like I feel like an engraved comb with your name on it seems weird. Oh, but you know what? We're thinking like regular comb. They probably this is probably actually a decorative comb, right? Well, yeah, it looks like like it had like a little thing. Oh, you're right. Maybe it does go in the hair like a little decoration. I'm thinking like a plain old like comb. <laughs> I'm like it's not weird to have your name. My shampoo, I did the um, the like the beauty shampoo, the function of beauty, and it says function of Teresa on my shampoo and conditioner. Nice. So if there's a goddess named Teresa, there's not. But if there were, and plastic lasts forever, so archaeologists like ten thousand years from now find my bottle of shampoo and be like, this is the goddess's sacred bottle. It's just my dumb old shampoo <laughs> that I put stickers on because I'm stupid. I'm like, it's for me. It's the function. I'm like, they're not sponsoring this show. It should. It says um, the engraved cone is questioned by some scholars on whether or not it's the actual goddess or not. Right. Uh, so we get the first first category, notoriety. <laughs> In uh, her main story of notoriety comes from uh, the poetic Edda. That's the second one, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, our new BFFs. Yeah. yeah. Siggy, I forgot the guy's name. I'm just so, my brain, I just can't remember. In the story of Gilfagening, I'm sure that's correct. Uh, they mention that Nana and Balder have a son for uh for us <coughs> and um later when balder dies they take balder's body uh down to the seaside where like thor is going to do the the fu- funeral pyre and everything they're getting it all ready to go and then nana collapses and dies of grief so oh. they're like well since this ship is about to set sail we'll just put it right next next balder right there that's Aww. nice now it's a double funeral <laughs> That's efficiency. Like if somebody yeah, just drops I mean, dead at the funeral, I'm like, 
And they're like, just chuck her off there. It's fine, right? I mean, they don't have time for shenanigans. <laughs> she would have liked it. I mean, she obviously died of grief. So put her next to her husband. They go together. Aww. Since Boulder dies and everybody was so sad, uh, Freya sends uh, Hermidor down to hell to try and get hell to resurrect uh, Boulder. And he arrives and finds Boulder and Nana sitting in a hall in places of honor. They're like on thrones. Like hell's like, oh my God, it's you guys. <gasps> welcome, welcome. <laughs> what kind of throne would you like? Not everybody sit, get out. <laughs> you don't get a throne. No, no, sir. What kind of throne would you like? We can ornament it in any way you like. <laughs> After, so they, so, uh, Hammerdor goes down there to bargain with Hell, and Hell agrees to resurrect both Hell, uh, Belder, and Nana, but after Ragnar. That's fair. So Balder gives the ring Drafnir to give it to Odin, so that Odin knows that they, that's who he really found him. Oh, okay. And Nana gives gifts of a linen robe to Frigg, a golden ring to Fula, and some other unnamed items for, I guess, the rest of her buddies up there. Like, okay. Baldur's like, take this ring and give it to Odin so he knows that found me. And Nana's like, oh my god, are you stopping by uh, Freya's? Because I made the best robe for her. A lot of time here in the underworld. Yeah, really. And then he goes back and he tells tells them that great news they can be resurrected bad news only after Ragnarok. i mean because they got stuff to do they do have stuff to do so that's the most notable thing that she's uh famous for is dying of grief and making some rad gifts for her gal pals upside okay. <laughs> what would you rate her? uh i mean it's not no great shakes no, but I mean, she died of a heartache. I'll give her a seven. Very nice. I was going to give her a five. Back to my old ways. Here it is. <laughs> Angry Llama. Uh, next topic is Ragnarok Roll. Uh, they don't take, they don't have a role in actual Ragnarok, presumably. Right, because they're still in the underworld. Because they're in the underworld. I mean, maybe they take part in the underworld army, but probably not, because it's never mentioned. But they will be resurrected after, as per the agreement, and they will be the ones that uh, repopulate the earth. Oh, I mean, that's pretty freaking important. Yeah. So, like, after, you know, the end of the world, somebody's got to put, I guess, people and things back, and they're going to be the ones to do it. I'm going to give you nine. You, was that a nine? Yeah, I mean, they're repopulating the Earth. That means technically after Ragnarok, everybody's going to be Baldur's kid. They're going to be like, it's Baldur and Nana, not Baldur and Steve or whatever. Oh my God, that would be the best. Like for five seconds, that would be the best. <laughs> I could not think of a rhyme for Baldur to see. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not Balder and his balls. I don't know. 
All right, I'm gonna give that a seven. Really, repopulating the world is is not is not worth. Uh, okay, gotcha. <gasps> well, oh. I don't know. That's not their, their, That's like post Ragnarok world. Yeah, but it's still important. It is. It's all important. Okay. It's important that you know Thor kills Slipnir or whatever. Whatever goes on there, I forgot. <laughs> I already found. I, I feel like, like we're gonna have to have a Ragnarok like um episode. I was. I thought you were gonna say a uh, Ragnarok showdown. <laughs> well, I no. I mean, we could, but I I do think we should have a Ragnarok episode so that we can get everything straight. We should right before the final startup. We'll we'll go yeah. over who's doing what and where they're going and what's happening. Uh, the Interrealm crossover. I wrote down hell does that count as going to another realm yeah hell is its own realm so they know it's its own realm but like it's not like they went there on holiday no but i mean we've had a couple of deities that were stolen that Mm. ended up in other realms so i mean i'll give them i'll give her a two she went to two realms i mean not of her own well i mean she died of a heart i don't know two is good she went there like on on normal, like she wasn't on a mission. She wasn't she was like, there on oh, official business. <laughs> yeah, like if we were doing like uh, Hermandor, I'd be like, I would count that higher because he's going to hell to negotiate for their lives. Uh, they just die, right. and that's just where you go. That's just how it works. Uh, next topic, we are flying through this. There's just not that much that like. Literally, the only story is in that thing, except this other one that'll be in Pop Sign Gaze. But uh, the family fame. Boulder. That's it. Boulder. I love that song. It's my new favorite song. I'm going to somebody remix that and send it. Put some Boulder. Her husband is the most loved god of all time. Hardly do worse. Uh, yeah, I mean they are gonna repopulate the Earth. That's pretty famous relatives. What all I feel of like Earth? you are not giving this enough weight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, did Ragnarok happen already? Here's my confusion, and we've got time. <laughs> we definitely do. I mean, has Ragnarok happened? Like, t- like as of today? Yeah, I don't think so. So we're not Balder and Nana's kids. No, but I, how would I know if Ragnarok happened or not? You know, I wasn't there. I'm just asking for your professional opinion. <laughs> I say no. No, because the world tree is not destroyed or anything. How do we know? I mean, I guess we don't. I mean, we are in a pandemic. <laughs> well, we've been in pandemics before. We'll be in them again. But what? So. Yeah, we need to do a whole thing. So, so, like, is Ragnarok like a like a three day battle? Is it a hundred year war? Is it what is it? I don't know how long it takes. Actually, now that you mention it, like, we don't it know. Like, we could have been in it for the last twenty years. We don't know. Oh, and like, just Midgard doesn't know about it yet. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna ask how long will Ragnarok last? Because we, if I could spell Ragnarok, it's a twenty minutes. <laughs> at 3.50. There will be some warning signs of Ragnarok, the end of the world is coming. The first sign is the murder of Baldur. 
the son of Odin and Frigg. So wait a minute. Baldur dies. I see your llama. But I'm trying to use logic. Okay, so okay, Baldur's so already dead. So the first sign is the murder of Baldur. Okay, yes. so that's the beginning of Ragnarok. Okay, well, that's just a sign that Ragnarok is coming. Not the, the harbinger of it is uh, Hemdal, isn't it? No, I'm reading, I'm reading from Nordic culture. There will be warning signs of Ragnarok, the end of the world is coming. The first sign is the murder of the god Baldar, which has already happened. The second will be three uninterrupted long cold winters that will last for three years with no summers in between. Okay, we haven't had that yet. But we don't live out in Sweden. In fact, uh, it's been historically hot. Right. The name of these uninterrupted winters will be called Fimble Winter. I feel like that is the name of a That's cat. That's my cat. nightmare. I'd really like that to not happen. <laughs> no no right. ice age. No the stars thing. will disappear and send the world into a great darkness. All right. So we haven't had red crime. Only one sign so far. Just so you know, a beautiful red rooster will warn all the giants that the beginning of Ragnarok has begun. Oh, beautiful. I saw a beautiful rooster at a farm the other, like two years ago. Maybe this is your battle. The Wiccan chickens? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys, I'm doing a charity hike, mountain climb situation out west for suicide prevention. I'll put a link in the description. I'll talk about it later. But I named our team the Wiccan chickens, and then I photoshopped witch hats on top of chickens. So if you want to join our team, do it. You don't have to hike anywhere special. You can just hike whatever, wherever you are. Just do it. Tell your boss. Give you money. That's it. Wiccan chickens. Wiccan chickens. My Wiccan chicken is coming to tell the giants. I, I myself, a frost giant. <laughs> I have to come tell me that it's all happening. Oh, according to this website, The Independent, the Viking apocalypse was supposed to happen back in 2014. Just saying. I wonder who made that up. Is that the I person who was salty that the 2012 Mayan apocalypse didn't happen? The Probably calendar? the same people. They're just looking for an apocalypse on any level. <laughs> they're like the Mayan apocalypse didn't come I'm like yeah it turns out they were just like yeah we just gotta flip up to the next calendar date sorry sorry alright so listen quite honestly by the time three winters in a row happened I'll be dead anyways so I won't get to see right <laughs> after the first winter and a half you'll be like I'll be dead that is it, <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Ragnarok is coming <laughs> I am over this bullshit <laughs> The end. But then you can be an undead army person or whatever. That's probably cool. That's probably cool. It's probably cool. It's probably a good gig. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I totally sidetracked you. Go ahead. That's fine. Uh, what do you want to rate her for family fame that she married Baldur? And is repopulating the earth. Yeah, okay, fine. So I guess theoretically All right, she one married day... Baldur. Baldur is a fan favorite, so... We got to give her at least a seven. Oh. What were you going to give her? Baldur's your favorite. Favorite. You're going to give her a three. She marries Baldur, repopulates the earth, and she gets a measly three. I bumped her up to five because you guilted me oh, into it. Oh, because I shamed you. <laughs> it's all about Baldur, though. You Fighting know? hard for these guys, man. <laughs> I don't I'm even like, know I the woman. A, I love Apollo, but I'm not over here like singing the praises of Hyacinth or anything. No, I don't even know these people. I'm just trying to help them out because I feel like 
<laughs> we gotta grasp at straws here. <laughs> uh, the next one is Pop Zeitgeist. Okay. There's not um there's not a ton, there's actually nothing in <laughs> popular culture. I didn't see any comics or video games that I'm aware of. But there was a story written in the 12th century called the Gesta Denorum. Uh, and the third book in the series portrays Nana instead of, so I put in, in an alternate timeline, this is Nana's story as far as, it, it, I'm not saying it's a work of fiction, but it's certainly, if it's the third book in the series, like this must have been like the 12th century Wheel of Time situation. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, or like a reimagining of the North. You're not yeah, like that's gonna just mentioning Wheel of Time is actually just gonna knock the score down. They're making that into a TV show. They are not. They are too. Oh my god! When you saw that Ben Affleck tattoo, as soon as I saw that, people were like, "Ew, isn't that uh, weird?" And I'm like, "That looks like some Robert Jordan shit. He loves it, I think." Uh, <laughs> of course he does. Robert Jordan is the most misogynistic freaking. Of course, Ben Affleck's like, "Yeah, big titted woman." Oh, it was the dragon that he put on his back. I know, but it just reminds him of Big Titty. Isn't every fantasy author just yes? It? It's all it's all heaving bosoms and long flowing hair. <laughs> I was re- I read a book that uh, co-authored with Pier- Piers Anthony and Mercedes. Oh Lackey. my god, Piers Anthony really? I'm like, yeah. well, this is this book's hornier than her usual material. That would be Piers Anthony doing it for her. A lot of gender bending, kind of like you switch genders all the time, but the only way you can switch genders is if you have sex with somebody. And like all this, I know it's a real wild ride. I'm gonna go off on another tangent because again, we still have some time. Uh, Piers Anthony used to be one of my favorite authors. I loved the Zant series. Yeah, my brother. Um, because I love puns, (laughs) Um, and it's all puns. That's all it is. Like, uh. But then I read a couple of his other books, and uh, he's a gross motherfucker. <laughs> he he really is. He wrote a book called the, what was it? The what do you call somebody who, Jesus Christ, the sociopaths. Oh, okay. Right, and it's set in the future. And I kid you not, it's about children that are born sociopaths and they put them down. Fine, I'm, I can get behind that. Fine, whatever. That wasn't the gross part. The gross part was it. Ninety percent of this book five-year-old children are having sex with adult men because they're sociopaths and they don't see anything wrong with it. Oh, that's like, like that Mambla uh, shit, right? Yeah, I was like, here's Anthony. I, I couldn't finish the book. I was like, you're a nasty motherfucker. I'm like, done. I was like, no, how I did you even never... get this published? <laughs> how did you even get this published? Yeah, and then so I looked it up. I was like, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe there's like some redeeming thing at the end of the book. So I went to go look for like the synopsis because i couldn't stomach any more of it nope he has three other books that are very similar to that i was like well i'm done reading you now you pig (laughs) yeah maybe it's just the male authors because when i read mercedes lackey's books like she's not like that i read no no and who did the unicorna series acornia or i don't know that oh i don't know oh i don't know it was really one of the only other like fantasy series I wrote it was and it was almost like sci-fi but it was a three book series and it was about a girl who was born with like a unicorn horn or something and like she was kidnapped from a planet or something unicorn boobs no actually because it was written by a woman 
it did talk about like it starts when she's young and it talked about her being like tiny Mm. um but it really like outside of like a few couple of like sentences when the the next book would begin because then she was like an adolescent like she aged faster um it didn't it wasn't like and then the round and heaving bosoms like it just was like oh you know her body is growing into maturity and blah 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 but it was almost clinical okay and I was like and then I looked it up and I was like oh 100 percent written by a woman that's why mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like we ain't got time for this shit any girl that's reading this right now knows exactly what her body's doing <laughs> I think they're turning Mercedes Lackey one of her series into a television show but I don't remember which one maybe the, the Oathbound series she has a lot of like really like qual- I want to say it's a very quality like lesbian storylines throughout like because she never but it's never made like a production in the books like people fall in love who one kid fell in love with his horse I mean, and, uh, and didn't have sex with it or anything but like they were like soul bonded and they were too bad no time for romance love more I mean- Atreo was in love with his horse. We know this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, oh. was the, what was the Mercedes Lackey book you had me read? I liked it. It was The Heirs of the Empire. I think Shadow of the Lion I gave you. Maybe. It was like it really was thick. Yeah, it was a good, it was good. It was about a demon. That one's about like a demon that's ru- like running rampant over the Holy Roman Empire. Yes. Yes. I admit my point is is I'm agreeing with you about her because yeah. again fantasy novels tend to irritate me because of how they portray the women and how they spend so much time describing them mm-hmm. and she didn't like you know there was there was definitely some like scenes but they were actually tied into the story like yeah, they yeah. Made, the story made sense it, it flowed with it it wasn't just a gratuitous rape scene or a gratuitous sex scene or no, her sex scene. But in that book, I remember them hiding, hiding one of the guys by having the girl that was trying to hide them sit on his face so they couldn't recognize him. Yes. Like I'll die. Oh my god, I've never. This is so much. All of this is too much. I'm a she devout a man. Of, she has a lot of humor, like uh, dry humor in her stories too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's great. Good stuff, everybody. Read Mercedes. Read more female authors, people word especially then, with fantasy i that's, agree that's our that was maybe our i'll find a new lady uh fantasy writer because i i stay away from a lot of fantasy books except hers because i'm like man i don't know if i got it in me to read any of this any more of this and not every guy is like a dirty old man no, about it it's but just like that sometimes you get tired just <laughs> like i guess more more dragons for your dollar i suppose <laughs> Yeah. More corsets, more swords, more magic swords. Like, here comes a guy, and here comes a lady, and this is for her aerials. Although, I will say, there's been a lot more female. Uh, Gina gave Avi for Christmas two uh, sci-fi books written by uh, female authors, uh, women of color. Mm. And uh, he said they're, they're really good. Oh, I'm interested. So I think there's um, I'll, I'll get the names for you. Okay. But um, I like a lot I think of hard sci-fi. Yeah, I think there's a, a renaissance with it right now too. When I went to BookCon, like the one and only time they had BookCon, uh, <laughs> it, there was a ton of female authors there, like mostly, and that was encouraging. I was like, yeah, look at all this, I like it. And then they were like, disease, never mind, we're just never gonna do it again. And I'm like, okay, this book, 
portrays Nana. We're back. We're back. Sorry. <laughs> this <laughs> this series portrays Nana as a mortal and the daughter of King Gavar. And then and Nana becomes uh, the object of affection by Baldur, who is only a demigod in this. And his blind right. brother that kills him, Hodor. Hodor. Can Hodor. Can you even handle it? Uh, is um is just some guy, some guy that's into her as well. They call him uh, Nana's foster brother, I guess. Uh, like Hodor must have, he must have like taken in astray her father. Okay. Uh, so she falls for him, and Balder is like, mm, but I want you. She's like, well, that's great, but no, thank you. And uh, thanks, but no thanks. She's like, thanks, but no thanks. So Baldur's like, I will challenge Hodor to a competition and kill him. And, but that, but that never takes place. It doesn't look like because uh, the Valkyries come down to. Yep. Okay. The Valkyries, uh, they come down and they tell uh, Hodor that Baldur is interested in Nana and is trying to come kill him. So you know, be on the lookout for that. And then they just flit away. I didn't know Valkyries could do that. But in this story, they do. They just like pop down and they're like, just so you know, be on the lookout for Baldur. He's trying to kill you. Anyway, goodbye. Wait, now now Valkyries are uh, seers? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess word got around. And they just dipped down and they were like, <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't go over there. Just if you were like thinking about that, don't do that. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. So Hordor goes home and tells King Gavir about uh, what the Valkyries told him. But uh, so and he's like, can I marry Nana? And the king goes, I cannot let you marry her because while you were out at the woods getting secret Valkyrie messages, Balder came here and asked to marry her. And I said, yes, but not all is lost because King Gavir knows about a magic sword that Hodor could go get that would be able to kill um, Baldur. Jesus. I know, right? It's a lot. There's uh, a lot going on there. So he goes off to get the blade uh, and then comes back, stalling for time. The king tells Baldur to go easy with Nana and try reasoning with her because like, he's he'd be like, hey, your dad said I could marry you, so you wanna... And she's like, no. Fuck off. <laughs> No, and none of his advances are working. And one of her arguments was like, like she might, she didn't come out and be like, I have to wash my hair. I'm very sorry. <laughs> but she was like, don't you understand? I'm just a regular mortal and you're a demigod. I mean, that doesn't go together, does it? Does it? <laughs> it's like Superman having sex with a mortal. Just I not- have the plague. Twenty-four <laughs> plague. So you can have to come back another time. <laughs> She's like, I can't possibly. I just, I mean, you're you're from Philly. You're a Yankee fan. I'm a Met fan. This is not going to pan out. I love the Red Sox. <laughs> just whatever it takes to get him off in. Uh, Hodor comes back to do battle. And other gods are with him. And we know for sure the two of them are Thor and Odin. <laughs> I don't know how we know oh. for sure because this story seems a little out wild. there. Yeah. But apparently we know for sure. Um, yeah, we know for sure. So he wins 
he he so underdog wins and he asks for Nana's hand in marriage and the king grants them marriage. Okay. Oh, oh uh, Balder, since he lost, uh, took to riding a chariot as he couldn't walk on his own because he was so disturbed, plagued with visions of Nana in his sleep until he wasted away. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's good stuff. So that was like a guess. Like a like a respinning of of Nana and Baldur's thing, except Baldur's not everyone's favorite god. Like they were like, hear me out. What if Nana was immortal and Baldur was a dick? Yeah, I don't know. That feels a little disingenuous, doesn't it? I know. Well, if you look at the I mean, it's a good spin. It's just like, oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, but nobody likes that. But they were like, look at the boys. Like, what if Superman was a dickhead? And you get the boy yeah true maybe that's like a little equivalency there i'm assigning that to it that's not a thing that it said they were just like here's another legend from the 12th century or whenever this is from so that's what i put in pop zeitgeist because it's a story that has managed to last the third book managed to last from the 1100s to now wow and it must have been popular if they still got a copy of it I'm gonna give that a computer a three. Yeah, I'll go with you on that. So that is. Let me uh, pull up a little calculator. Seven. Greater total is thirty-eight. One, two, three, four. Wait, that's a lie. Uh, I messed it up already. Jesus, why am I bad at this? Because it's math. I'm no better at it either. Otherwise, I'd be doing this part. <laughs> I'm like, it must be higher than that. You gave her some pretty high points in there. Yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> I know. I'm the pits. I'm a tough customer. I was going to take 30. I was like, oh, 38, yeah. The total is 50. Is what? 50. Okay. So 50 is not too bad. In uh, current modern paganism, she does come up quite a lot, which is interesting for somebody who doesn't have a, as sassy a background as you'd really? like. Currently, she's the she's considered a mother goddess because Nana. They think that the 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 term Nana is a derivative of mother, like the same way you go mama. So like we call our grandma Nana. So I think that might be something similar. So she winds up being. Um, a mother goddess, and she's going to give birth to the rest of the world after Ragnarok. So she's going to be everybody's now. grandma. She's everybody's grandma. She's also the goddess of undying love and devotion. That makes sense. Because she dies of grief at her husband's uh, funeral. So people worship her for that. That makes sense. Um, and Baldur's, they called, uh, on the website that I was looking at, she called it Sino Deity. And she said, uh, as Baldur is the god of the seasons, spring and summer, so is Nana. So, like, they uh, transfer his seasons onto her, okay. uh, which is fine. I'm not here to judge. Uh, yeah. So that story that I read and the modern paganism in Wicca and trees, that came from a website called Brick Theology. Brick Theology? Yeah. It's she. I, get, I assume it's a she. 
but I shouldn't. Um, she takes little pictures of scenes of the gods made out of Lego and then just describes oh, it. Yeah, I sent you the link to it. I didn't realize the name of it was called Brick Theology. <laughs> Brick Theology. It's, it's so fun. It She's was just, cute. It was very cute. She breaks it down in a really like easy to understand way. Uh, and while I was clicking around, like for some reason, the only like Norse deities she has in there are Nana, Nana's father, Thor, and Loki. And that's it. No one else gets an entry yet. Wow. Been doing this thing a long time, too. A lot of gods to cover, I suppose. Uh, but under Thor's, apparently the swastika was a symbol of Thor. Yeah. It I was. didn't know that. And I were, ew. That explains why some probably why supremacy people are very into it. Yeah, but at this point, like, it's just lost its original meaning and people should move on. <laughs> sure, but, like, if you're a white supremacist, you're definitely oh, the sure. kind of asshole who's like, you know, originally. <laughs> yeah, well, originally, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> originally, a lot of stuff. Originally, I don't know. A lot of words used to mean other things. And here we are. Uh, she she wrote that on her website. She wrote, not cool, man. <laughs> like, she was like, mm -mm, not cool. No. I was like, I agree. Not cool at all. Uh, what would you make her the modern day god of? I'm going to say, were there mint? Were there candies? Were there... Oh. Or violet crumbles? Because you find those at the bottom of Nana's purse. I love that. I put her as the modern <laughs> god of paid mourners. She literally oh, dies nice. at that funeral. That is the most dramatic you could be. And if you're a, a paid mourner, you could only hope to stir up such drama. True, true. I should be a paid mourner. I'll throw myself a on mummer? that coffin. It's called a... What? I'll throw myself on that coffin. Do it. I mean, you do have fancy hats. I have a couple of fancy hats, and some of them even have the veil. I'll go full jaws with that veil. <laughs> Looking at side hustle, paid morning. Hey, everybody's got to have a hustle. <laughs> uh, do you think Nana gets a throne in Valhalla? Well, no, because she's going to be busy repopulating the earth. That's true. I said no as well. So you have a lot of babies to take care of. I'm sorry to report that Nana will not be getting a a throne in Valhalla, but she will be busy, busy beaver. She that will be busy. That beaver will be very busy <laughs> having them babies. Babies everywhere. <laughs> yes. Got anything you want to plug? No. I am the most boring ever. You're not. You're doing great. I will be hiking. The name of the charity is 46hikeshikes.org. Uh, it is to support the Association of suicide prevention i'm i there's no way i got that right <laughs> absolutely not i i just don't understand why i can't be a normal person who just knows how names of anything no i i i, I the american foundation for suicide prevention there'll be a link <laughs> in the description to my team the wiccan chickens either sign up or if you have uh the means donate to a worthy cause such as that you can otherwise listen to me on zpm stargate 
forever, everybody. Stargate forever. Yay! Woo! Um, you can find this very podcast on Podbean at lastgodstanding.podbean.com. I'm on the social medias. I tweet and stuff, I think. Or I Instagram. Yes, I Instagram at lastgodpod. I changed it all up. Changed it up. Uh, so you can go find me there. I put out a little comic. I didn't write any of these comics. I just look them up online and have a good giggle with that. Lastgodpod at gmail.com if you have some lengthy thing you want to tell us. Uh, thank you to Mike Jacino for writing our theme music. And thanks to our listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Good night. Good night. Good night.